0: Hello and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goddess, the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Joyce Hindle, and today we are delving deeper into how our traits can be passed down through our generations. So the last episode, um, go check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. We talked about an experiment that was conducted on mice and how the researchers found that fear, was passed down into later generations of mice who were not subjected to the stimulus that caused the fear in the original test mice. So go and listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it yet um, before coming back to this one. So this knowledge forms the basis that other traits, emotions, and triggers could be passed down from generation to generation. In episode six, I was talking about the idea that we need to always be busy how we have probably seen our parents being busy, how society praises busy, how busy was quite often the norm generations ago, especially for mothers, when we didn't have fridges, wash machines, cars, um, etc., etc., that make our lives easier today. Giving you an insight as to why you might be running on all cylinders all of the time, or why you feel guilty for sitting down and watching your favourite TV show. So I felt like we needed to revisit this topic and delve in a little bit deeper, as I kind of felt like I left it hanging a bit. So Calm is the New Cool, part two. Before I go into the basis of this episode, for those of you who are listening in March 2022, because it's my birthday month, I'm offering a month-long offer where you can come and join the Joyful Business Club for free for 30 days. The Joyful Business Club is my membership community where we work together to build you up as a confident, balanced and relaxed entrepreneur. But also holistically, we focus on the bigger picture, we focus on the whole person. We focus on things outside of business because, you know, as a mindset coach, my mission for you is to lead a life where joy is your baseline, where you are no longer feeling stuck, guilty, or saying yes when you really mean no, where you are able to unleash your inner goddess, your inner badass, or inner boss, where you can unlock your truest potential and flourish. The Joyful Business Club is an exclusive group with access to a wealth of resources in our members portal. We offer live calls and training and meditations every month. Not only that, you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, so you can sign up for your free 30 days in March 2022, and the link will be in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Okay. Trauma, fear, money beliefs, and more can come from generations before us, right? Whether it's passed through our genes, taught by our family members, and that's consciously or subconsciously, no one is born with strong opinions or judgments. This is taught And it might be directly, but also indirectly. So in my family, I had discovered recently that a, about a money belief that came from three generations before me. And this money belief was that we needed to stay safe, that money wasn't guaranteed. We needed to save as much as possible. We mustn't rock the boat. We mustn't change anything. If we've got a job, we need to keep at that job. We can't risk moving somewhere else. We could very easily lose all the things we have. And some of that sounds sensible, right? But when this is based on fear, worries and anxiety from past experiences of one generation and is passed down into their kids, grandkids and so on, it becomes a bigger issue. It's believed to be true, it goes too far and it then becomes embedded in future generations as fact. And with money, you can go way over into saving everything living frugally you know doing without niceties and then you can go the other way spending all the money you have and more getting into debt Um, you know doing all the fun things with no safety net Um, and these are polar opposites and really it's healthier for most people to be somewhere in the middle so this is the vice of excess where we are doing all the fun things we're not saving up and the vice of deficiency where we're pulling back and we're scrimping and we're saving And this money belief has kept this person in scarcity mode their whole life. And this was taught, and again, indirectly and directly, to their children. And then again, to the next generation of children. And it could be passed down and passed down and passed down through many generations until this is caught and changed and a new belief is made. For me, it showed up as feeling like a failure if I didn't spend half and save half. I was always told, spend 50%, save 50%. Um, And if I didn't do that, then that that wasn't good. It showed up as if I didn't get a college education, I wouldn't make enough money. So it was believed that you had to go to college, you had to, you know, work really hard for your education. If that, if you didn't do that, you wouldn't get enough money. And if you didn't get enough money, you wouldn't be safe. It showed up as family members telling me I couldn't be successful in business as they were scared it was risky. Okay, it was rocking the boats. It wasn't guaranteed income. Why couldn't I just go and get a normal job with a regular wage? And they meant well, okay? I truly 100% believe they meant well. They wanted to keep me safe. They believed that what I wanted to do was not safe for me and that I would struggle with money. And they didn't want that, okay? But this gave me my own set of struggles around my belief that I might not actually be able to do this. You know, was I cut out for it? Could I make a decent amount of money? And, you know, doubts that what I'm doing won't work and I'm dreaming too big, I'm playing the game, you know, it's, it's too much. And you yourself, as I'm saying this, might be thinking of a fear or a worry or maybe an anxiety that you can see play out in your own family as I talk about this. Or you might not be aware of any yet. It might be an emotional response that you show in certain situations that a member of your family also exhibit or several members of your family exhibit. It might not even occur to you that there are different ways to react in those situations and you actually have a choice. An example might be that all of your family members blow up into an angry sort of persona at the drop of a hat and that's what you do, but you have a choice. You might not know that yet. It could be a belief uh, about religion, culture, race, gender, society. It might be an expectation that has been carried down or has been taught in your family. For example, it might be expected of you to go to college, like that's a non-negotiable. You are expected to be married by 30, or you're expected to buy a house by 30, or maybe it's something like you're expected to visit your parents every Sunday. Maybe you're expecting yourself to carry out the cooking at home because that's what you saw growing up and that you think that's just a given. So all of these things that we might think or do seemingly without question, almost on autopilot, have come from somewhere. And, you know, it might be society. It might be society's expectations. It might be, you know, past experiences. It might be things you were taught, like I've just been mentioning here. And it might be from past generations that have either been passed down through your genes or, you know, passed down in terms of lessons and teachings that generations ago have obviously embedded into their children and so forth. You ultimately have the choice to become self-aware. To look at yourself, the good, the bad and the ugly and choose. Do I want to carry this thought, belief, emotion or action through into the future? Do they serve me in my effort to unleash my inner goddess? Do they add joyfulness to my life? Do they enrich it? Do they help me show up as me confidently and optimistically? The good news is, Once we are more self-aware, we can move away from what has held us back. And, you know, I viewed my business back then as a pocket money business, never earned more than the amount that I thought was my energetic maximum. And once I started working on my mindset and my money issues, I doubled my revenue the following year. Okay. You can become self-aware too you have what it takes to choose. You can become more you. And reprogramming your thoughts, reframing your mindset, it isn't a quick fix. It won't happen overnight. It's an ongoing process. And I'm still working on mine and uncovering new layers to work through all of the time. But if you are dedicated to yourself and to any future generations, I promise you it's worth it. There are three things I want you to look at to begin to look inwards and become self-aware. The first one is journaling. I want you to grab a pen of paper, set a timer for five minutes and ask yourself, what shows up for me from past generations, from experiences I had growing up or from society that I no longer want to carry forwards? You could journal on the same question every day and different things will most likely come up. I mentioned a money belief that I had that had been passed down through generations. However, I was also taught that busy equaled good. Busy was, you know, success. Busy was, and still is, I suppose, in society, seen as a good thing. And resting was seen as lazy, unproductive. I had to feel guilty if I was resting. I also had a belief that in order to make a good amount of money, and what I believe a good amount of money was, you had to work really hard and that work was something that had to be uh, disliked and detested. I also had the belief as a teen that I was worth more as a person if I was in a relationship. You know, so some of these beliefs really were not serving me. So just try it, okay? Set a five-minute timer and just write. See what comes up. Asking yourself, you know, what shows up in me from past generations or experiences I had growing up? or from society that I no longer want to carry forwards. This is your first step to becoming self-aware. Number two, after some journaling, or maybe meditation, pondering, or just discussing with an unbiased person you trust, decide what you want to believe, or what you want to think moving forward, and create a short affirmation or a mantra to immerse into your everyday. So it could be something like, I am no longer available to believe X, I fully believe Y. Or I am the kind of person who believes Y or chooses to think Z. So mine were for me, money is an unlimited resource. And another one was, I get paid well and love what I do. So you can create a really short statement like that. And then, you know, bring them up in your everyday. Have it as your screensaver on your phone. Have it on your calendar alerts, write it down and stick it on your fridge, stick it on your mirror, stick it on your, you know, laptop, wherever you need to see it. Number three, be prepared to shut down a conversation with someone that you've identified with the beliefs that you are stepping away from. So think on how you may word this and have a plan in place. And I want you to know that you can maintain respect for their experiences and their beliefs but you don't have to entertain a conversation about it. So it could be something simple like, you know, you may choose to believe X, but I believe Y and I'm not willing to talk about it. Or I'd love it if we could talk about something we agree on as I feel this conversation may become toxic or negative. And we're just stopping it dead in its tracks because we're not available for that anymore. We're moving forwards and choosing to believe or choosing to think or choosing to be who we want to be. So believing you are worthy Believing you are enough as you are. Believing things don't have to be the same. Believing you can change. Believing you can be happy. And believing you are in control of your thoughts. I'm telling you from my personal experience that it is freeing. It is powerful. And it will likely make profound change. Not just in your life, but it will ripple outwards and touch those near and dear. It will shape your children and the generations to come. It will shape how you show up in business, how you show up in your work. It will shape your future decisions. I would love for you to join us in the Joyful Business Club, where there is space for you to truly be, to work through where you are currently and to flourish as you unleash that next level you. That self-aware, joyful, calm and confident version who lives life on their terms. No longer governed by social expectations, past experiences or generational trauma. We'd love to have you and the link is in the show notes. I'd like to finish with a quote by Anne Frank. What a wonderful thought it is that some of the best days of our life haven't even happened yet.